0: Welcome. My name is Lee Maxey. I'm the CEO here at MindMax, and we do a series of podcasts we call MindMaxing. And this series is called Reflections and Repositioning. And if you're wondering how higher education is dealing with the global pandemic and their positioning for the future, this podcast is for you we'll be speaking with some very interesting and smart people who are deans and directors at some of the leading institutions in the United States, hearing about their reflections and how their institutions or how they see higher ed as a whole repositioning itself for the future. So please join me as we hear from one of our interesting guests. Well, welcome to another mind-maxing podcast, and we're grateful and happy to have Michael Robertson with us, who's from Southern Methodist University, uh, SMU, uh, who is the Assistant Provost for Global, Online, and Continuing Education, and uh, Michael's been uh, thrust into some exciting roles uh, in the last year or two, even prior to COVID, um, and and we're glad to have him here to, to talk about some of his experiences. So I'll, I'll start off, Michael, with welcome and and uh, you know it's been a big year for everyone in all different ways and and be interested to hear some of your thoughts and or reflections from this past year.
1: Thank you, Lee. It's been um, it's a pleasure to be here first and foremost. And uh, yeah, so 2020. Um, that's that's an interesting question. <laughs> my my first thought is um, I. I when I think about last year, and frankly the first few weeks of this year, I'm I, I'm struck by this this you know literary phrase that is the best of times, the worst of times. Really, um, because really, I, you know, from where I sit, we have we have seen tremendous um, willpower, resilience, um, strength of character from. Folks in my office and across the university, people standing up and doing things that um you know January 2020 none of us thought we would be doing um, you know taking on multiple roles, doing work that we frankly it just was not part of, of of the individual's wheelhouse and we've adapted and we've changed and we we've i've seen I've seen cultural changes been sparked. Um, at the staff level, at the faculty level, at the university, um, people I thought would never embrace online learning, for example um, and some of that's hyperbolic, I, I suppose, and some of it's probably a little bit of overgeneralization but but truly, I mean it was just it was not something that 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 really landed on their desk prior to 2020 and now talking with them, you know it's 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 become a way of life, and they look forward to continuing on with it past. Um, Once we get all this past us. So that's been really exciting to see, but you know, it's been a tragic year too. It's absolutely been um, like nothing I've ever seen in my lifetime, certainly uh, in terms of the loss of life, the economic impacts. We've seen it um, at, at, we've seen it across society, obviously been very, for the most part, very, um, fortunate at SMU to have largely weathered the storm, um, thus far. And I know that that's not the case at a lot of other institutions. So we feel very fortunate for that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been a year of ups and downs, certainly. And, um, I think we're all looking forward to finding some stability and getting back to normal, whatever that means after all of this. So, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that.
0: So I've seen your team be very resilient. And, and um guess I'd ask, you know, are there some things culturally or some characteristics that you think lead people to be able to be more resilient? And, you know, obviously, this was an incredibly drastic and stressful time.
1: Sure. Um, I- I'll, I'll just say this for, for, from my perspective, one of the things I really pride myself on and really expect out of myself is really to model the way for people. And I, I really try to not ask anyone to do something that I wouldn't do myself. And I, I'm sincere about that. So I, I have seen others and it's not to say that it wasn't about them to begin with, but really everybody's taking on everything they can and then some and with with no hesitation really at least if there is I'm sure there is it's been internalized you know so that sort of willingness to take on challenge after challenge after challenge is it's been really impressive and inspiring to me over the past year and I can honestly say that about virtually every, I can say it about every single person in my unit. And I'm, I'm so proud of them.
0: Great, great. So we've been through, you know, at least eight to 10 months of this in great significance. Um, and a lot of reflection, a lot of planning, a lot of adjusting, like you were saying. Um, and now, you know, whether there's, I'll call it an end in sight, uh, in terms of the pandemic, um, there's a, a newer normal for right now and then a, a near term. Can you talk about some of the things that you're thinking about in the, in the near term, the next you know, six
1: to 12 months
0: and in terms of SMU or in terms of higher ed in general?
1: Well, I mean, for, for SMU, what, what we went into 2020 focused on really expanding our footprint in the, the online graduate space and that's not changed. Um, If anything, the experience of 2020 has really amplified that. So short term, that that continues to be, you know, if not at the top, very near the top of our priority list as an institution. And and my unit really, you know, uh, is is responsible for that. So so that's short term what we're looking at Um, in terms of non-credit. I'd say by and large, it continues to be the same. It continues to be very targeted. Um, growth, um, both at the regional market and nationally, but of course we start looking primarily at the regional market, um, but targeted growth and really focused on more on reskilling and upskilling. I think we've all, we've had that as a part of our mission for a long, long time, but I think the last year has really, really amplified that and really caused us to think about our programming and what we do and to ensure that our focus remains on getting people back to work and getting people, you know, up the ladder, whatever it is they do. So we're really, we're really dialed into, um, you know, tech education, really dialed into um, project management, really dialed into, um, you know, uh, in terms of short courses, adding courses that help people, you Succeed in the workforce, so um, you know resume building, um, things of that nature, interviews, interview skills. I think that's the focus, really, that we're trying to to build out in terms of our portfolio on the non-credit side. That is, right,
0: right. Yeah, job application now, job applicability and and so forth is is a, a premium right now. I have seen that. Uh, I've seen that with other schools as well. So as you vision out into the future, as you imagine, you know. Post-pandemic, um, whether that's a year or two years out, you know, this has been a big impact to everyone, and specifically around higher ed. What what are you imagining happening in the longer term as a result of of learnings from this or changes that have happened from this?
1: So I'll answer that in terms of our unit um, immediately, and then I, I my I'll tell you my broader sense about higher ed to your question. Um, For for our unit, longer term, we really are focused on not only building out our online portfolio in the for-credit space or the non-credit space, but really doing so with an eye towards sourcing those programs in so much as possible directly from industry. So... You know we're doubling our efforts to make connections with industry in Dallas Fort Worth and beyond, and be able to do that in such a way that their insight is genuinely feeding into the programs that we are developing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be frank: there's a lot of that's always part of the conversation in in every unit, like like ours. I, f- I feel like it is at some point, um, and and some are more successful at it than others, and we. We are dedicating ourselves to ensure that we we are genuinely successful at that, um, and that's going to take time. That's a long game, but we are we're committed to ensuring that we're we're working with industry, again in the DFW region and beyond, and doing it in such a way that we can we can build out programs that that genuinely meet their needs. So that that's our focus, I think, long term. Um, this has been again twenty twenty has been really a Use a different analogy, it's, it's been a roller coaster and it's been a wave to ride. <laughs> yeah. And as far as higher ed, we, we have got to get to a point to where we can be more nimble and respond quicker um, to what's going on in the market. And I, I, I feel like those that can do that, those that can innovate quickly, um, that are not afraid to make a mistake or two along the way, are going to be the ones that succeed in the long run. But, um, you know, we're, we're 21 years into this century. This is at this point, this is not, we can no longer have the 20th century mindset. It is, it is long behind us. And this is a, this is an industry for lack of a better term that, that moves very slowly. Mm -hmm. So we've got to, we've got to ride that wave.
0: Along those lines, what are some things you think are <clears throat> barriers to moving in that direction and or uh, enablers uh, or accelerators to helping uh, higher ed move in that direction?
1: Well, I always, I, I, I find the, the phrase that, that culture each process
0: mm-hmm.
1: pretty apt um, when it comes to talking about higher ed. In general. And I'm not a big fan of generalizations, but I'll just say I, it culture eats process, and, and we can be bloated with process um, all we want, but it's not going to solve some cultural barriers. Um, and so, I mean, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I think that that, that, that can take a lot of different forms, and, and every institution is unique, but there is certainly an aspect to that. Um, at the same time, some of those, t- to my mind, some of the, 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 the stumbling blocks can also be some of our biggest strengths. I mean, we're centers of, in- we can be centers of innovation. We have some, we're, 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 we're the hubs of some of the brightest minds in the nation, you know, um, doing amazing work and research. Um, we, we, we should be able to get over the hump. So I think that we have the capacity as a, um, you certainly have a capacity, the capacity as a as a higher ed community, as a higher ed industry, but it's a matter of, um, it's a matter of culture.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and that's actually why I asked that question earlier about uh, where the resilience came from. So I do think culture is a huge part of that. So great, great. Well, uh, anything top of mind, other additional thoughts? ideas that you have for, for innovation or higher ed right now that would like to share?
1: Gosh. Um, I, not from a programmatic standpoint, really at this point, but, you know, I do, I do think that we, we, we have to be willing to fail and we have to be willing to be uncomfortable at times. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the nature of, of change. And so as we, as we take that on, if we can take on those sort of characteristics, as we can build those out um, either at the unit individual level, at the unit level, at the institutional level, higher ed as a whole, whatever it may be, um, you know, that's, to me, that's going to be one or two of the characteristics that we need to really fashion to be, to be successful in
0: the long run, I love the expression "failing forward." Um, you know, and I, I I do embrace that in my personal life as well. Many failures, and and some of them I've learned from. <laughs> so <laughs> I wish I learned from all of them, but some of them I definitely learned from. So, well, I want to thank you, uh, Michael. I appreciate your time. This is great, and and. Uh, I look forward to staying in touch and and hearing more from you in the future. So thank you very much.
1: Great. Thanks, Lee.
0: This has been another interesting mind-maxing podcast. Please listen to the other podcasts on this series or look for us later this summer when we release our next series of podcasts.